Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we are recording episode 99. Um, Today we're going to be talking about micro and macro um, skills, a skill set when writing, and I think that should be super interesting. Yeah, there was quite a lot of different angles that you could come come at this topic at when I started researching it in a bit more detail. So hopefully you all enjoy the couple angles we've taken at it. Yeah, I think so. I had a lot of fun when like considering everything for the notes. I was like, oh yeah, you know, like I didn't even think about it, but I do this, this and this, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's coming up. But before we get into that, we should probably have a chat about where our writing is at at the moment. Ashley? I am still editing The Price of Pandemonium and it's going fairly well. I've had a few decent sessions working on it, which is good. Um, I think there's only been a couple passages or maybe like one passage, um, that has required a bit more rewriting. Um, not, nothing too strenuous. It was just, I I can't even imagine which one it is. (laughs) I don't know. Can I have a guess? Um, You can have a guess if you want. (laughs) Is it Jess's truck chapter? No, I love Jess's truck chapter. Oh, okay. Okay. So I did no. fix it then. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, it's the the Levi one that comes after. Oh, okay. Yes, actually, fair. That's fair. <clears throat> Only because you made quite an amusing mistake, which I'll come to. <laughs> the <laughs> mistakes of the month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which I think you'll enjoy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the trouble with editing when you like yeah. go over stuff and then it creates more mistakes that you've then got to re-edit again and you're like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, so it was quite amusing and it was one where I was like, I think this is a mistake, fixed it. And then at the end I was like, oh no, nah, it's not a mistake, put it back. And then read it and I was like, oh no, no, it was. And I had to go back and fix it again. <laughs> so it was quite That's amusing. great. Um, I I am about halfway through now, maybe a little bit further, um, and haven't come across anything else super major. Uh, That's that. heartening to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially after reading. <laughs> Do you want me to share how things have been going for me? Yes, go for it. So. That's that's really good to know because after reading, you know, Darkness Set Us Free, you're like, oh, God, do we even know how to write? <laughs> we have oh a writing podcast and I'm not sure how this has happened, but it's absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, it has gone mildly better, I will say, as you promised. <laughs> I'm now two thirds of the way through. Okay. Okay. You were right in saying that, like, the most recent chapters are, like, miles better than everything else. (laughs) But I don't know. There's still issues. Mm. It's hard to... (laughs) There's a lot wrong with it, but it's hard to pinpoint the, like, major thing. I think it's because there's so many, like, things. (laughs) (laughs) I had, like, one comment, which I said something like... I'm not sure if this is actually a problem or whether I'm just seeing it as a problem because that, <laughs> like, by now I'm, like, 
decided that the whole thing's just rubbish. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like after yeah. a while you get so tired of like reading it and creating that these comments that you're like, oh, that bit's awful as well. Or like the opposite. You're like, maybe that's okay. <laughs> you, you begin losing that. perspective. <laughs> so you can probably notice that in some of my comments where I'm suddenly just like, rewrite to this. To I've that. made the occasional <laughs> comment that's been like, I think this one's actually okay. Like, if you do change it, like, I would focus on this part of it. Like, the the whole passage isn't like terrible. It's just this bit here. Um, (laughs) So I hope my comments, like, on your comments, like, help you make (laughs) the changes. (laughs) Yeah, because mostly I was going through. I'd read something. I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) something here (laughs) is wrong. Just highlight it and come back to it. Oh, dear. Anyways, we should continue. <laughs> yes. Yes, we definitely should. Oh, no, I was going to say, and at least um, in Darkness Set Us Free, it's both of us as well. It's every chapter. It's like no one <laughs> in particular. Yes. Everyone yeah, has their different issues. <laughs> like each character and each, like, both of us as well it's like oh my god (laughs) yep i agree well hopefully you enjoy the last third because it's slightly more enjoyable (laughs) i hope (laughs) (laughs) i already noticed that there was like one aaron chapter that i was like oh that's not too bad like i actually feel you know the one where everything starts to go wrong with him i'm trying not to give Mm -hmm. everything away um, <laughs> that one was actually quite good. I felt. Oh, good. I'm glad. It's not. And uh, you hadn't made too many comments in that one too, so I was like, yes, I would agree that this one's better. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> onwards and upwards, talking Hopefully. about <laughs> micro versus macro, and it feels kind of like we're going through it at the moment without editing, I think. Yes. Because I do feel like micro versus macro, like, yes, there are points that you need to focus on when you're writing, but a lot of fixing it and making it work is in the editing, I feel. Definitely. With the micro skills and the macro skills of writing. I agree. So, (laughs) But before we get into macro and micro and editing, which we will get to, think probably in the next episode though Um, yes I thought maybe we should define what we mean by micro and versus macro in writing first because like when you first proposed it you had to put a caveat you're like I mean this not this and I was like oh okay good because I was thinking this not this (laughs) so I think it's kind of turned into a bit of a um quite a big topic that we can start to jump into so Sarah Writing micro versus writing macro is all about the big and the small. So macro can refer to the big picture details of your novel. So things like your character's job, the city, your book is set in. Um, And micro details can refer to small things like what do your characters like? What do they smell when they walk into a little cottage in the woods for the first time? Um, Just the little details, like little descriptions and things like that. But writing micro and writing macro can also refer to your way of writing and like more into the 
pushing into the craft side of things where there are big elements like changing from scene to scene or chapter to chapter, your introductions and your endings. But then there's also the small nuances like subtle changes in pacing to alter tension or differences in sentence structure. So there's a couple different ways that you can look at micro versus macro writing. And I thought for the given uh, our um, new format in the podcast that we would talk about the micro and macro details um, in your novel more to do with description and character and setting in the first half and then in the second half of this episode we'll move on to talking to it more from the structural elements and craft side of things to try and I guess break it up in sort of a more natural place so hopefully Mm -hmm. you will find some benefit in that so I thought the first question we could talk about is why are both micro and macro details important when you're writing your story and is there one that's more important than the other so Sarah what do you think so I think they're both important to have because they both serve very different functions and I don't think that you could say that one is more important than the other you know the big details are necessary so that the reader has a big picture of what's going on in your character's life and I kind of view the macro as a a summary of everything like you know when you pitch your book in a one sentence teaser it's the macro details that you're referring to you know you don't refer to any of the micro details because in order to hook the reader it's important they know the big things like A, B, and C equals the situation of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, they don't need to know the whole alphabet or everything that goes on in between. <laughs> but <laughs> so when it reminds me of something. It's a so off topic, but we, I have to say it. So oh, yeah. <laughs> the other day at dinner, we were talking about spelling and literacy and everything. And mm-hmm. we were talking about like whole language learning. And my husband who's dyslexic, like I don't really understand what whole language learning is. And he was like and I was like, oh you know, like you see the word hand and there's like a picture of a hand next to it. So like you associate the look of the word hand with hand. And he was like, oh so you just like see the alphabet as one noise. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so sorry you said the alphabet and they immediately triggered that and I was like that's funny ever since then I've been trying to think like what would the alphabet be as like one noise sorry <laughs> should it be here of the alphabet <laughs> okay sorry anyways we back now after we've sidetracked so as I was trying to say it doesn't mean the smaller micro details are any less important than the macro details. So, you know, the rest of the alphabet is still important if we carry on the um, the thread that we're using here. You know, they add nuance, they build a world and small quirks about your character, which keeps the reader engaged um, and encouraging to encouraging them to use all their senses I've put, which makes me laugh considering the hearing the alphabet is one noise. (laughs) Talking about using different senses. (laughs) But yeah, so I think they're both very important and because they fulfill different roles, you kind of want to have a balance of both of them in your novel. What do you think, Ashley? It makes a lot of sense. I think that... 
well, I agree in the first instance that they do serve different purposes. I think the the bigger details or the macro details uh, keep your readers, I like guess, grounded and orientated in your novel. Like this is what is happening. <laughs> this yeah. is where the character is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is broadly where it is set, uh, which helps you know keep your readers orientated in the book <laughs> yeah yeah and they are definitely the key elements of your story that you're then sort of aiming to flesh out and they you know the macro details are going to give your readers the basic story the plot the characters the setting all of those wonderful things where the micro details are where you're going to try and transform those like more really basic elements of your novel into something a lot more interesting that the readers will be engaged in so they kind of work together which is why I also agree that they there definitely isn't one that's more important than the other although in saying that I don't think you can have the micro without the macro first well I feel like (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) I've read some writing where that has happened (laughs) or at least maybe the macro got lost in the micro I'm not sure which, but I've definitely read some writing that's been more heavy on the micro side. And I think that, you know, like you can't have a good novel without both. Without both. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess one's not more important than the other and you definitely need both of them in order to get your, I guess, the entirety of your novel in the mood and the tone and to be as memorable as you want it to be. Let's go with that. Well, I was just thinking that, you know, you probably can have micro without macro, but in that case, it's probably not going to be an actual story. It will be like one of those things that people write that has no conflict because they haven't got like the point of the story down. So it would just be like a lot of flowery description that you're like, I don't understand what the point is. I feel like that's what micro looks like without macro. Lots of words where you read it and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I need to read it again. Did I miss something important? And then you're like, no, I didn't. (laughs) It's just description or it's just really fancy sentences that like are all a bit twisted around and it takes me a minute to understand what they're actually saying. And then you're like, "Mm, I could have just said blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Alrighty. So moving on a little bit, I thought we could have a little bit of a discussion about the micro and macro details in character and how they can work together to enhance your novel slash your characterization of your character. Sarah, do you want to go first? Sure. So I think the macro details of character, to me, that's like the major flaws um, and the major character traits, like both positive and negative character traits, and the big things that the character needs to work on in order to get out of the tangled web that you've created for them. Um, So there's usually something major about themselves that they've got to change in order to move forward with their lives. And I feel like the plot provides a, I'm going to say, playground where you get to show what these major flaws are and provides a situation where the character can't avoid confronting their own nature. So they might try, but ultimately they have to work out how to fix things the right way. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> and that's where their saving graces come into it. You know, to balance the major flaws, there's usually some positive macro personality traits and the major perks about the character will overcome the hardship of their situation. And so that really is the part that links in quite closely to the plot line. Um, and then the micro details can be like the character's looks, like, a, you know, the description of how they look like, um, mannerisms and quirks. And so to me, the micro details perhaps aren't as important to the overall plot line of the novel, but they still are necessary to kind of humanize your character. Without them, the character probably is going to feel a bit like a stereotype like someone might have just planted them on the page without thinking about the finer details of what makes this character interesting and unique. So again, both are really important for your character as well. I agree. I was thinking, you know, a lot of characters in certain novels are, for all intents and purposes, like from if you did a very, very rough sketch, very similar to each other. Mm -hmm. um, it's more the... It's the small details that the writers added that makes them more interesting, I think. And that is what, I guess, makes the readers more drawn to them as well. Because you can all have the the strong female protagonist in the YA series <laughs> that <laughs> is brave and, you know, is whatever, whatever. And that could refer to lots and lots of different characters. But it's the little details that the uh, that. Oh my god, I mean, reader and writer are all confused into one word, like the alphabet. <laughs> 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 that the writer has given. Um, so, so yeah. And so my um my thoughts on character micro and macro details, I guess more generally, were very similar. Where macro are the really obvious things, like the basic backstory, um, you know, where they're grown up all of the a lot of the things that you'd quickly put down on a character sheet I think are what you would say the macro details are and mm -hmm. the micro details I've said are the things that make your character stand out so um, and the small details I think that your readers either really like or really hate depending on what the character is yeah the things that make them more unique so I was kind of thinking I was like mm, what are some like examples and I was like I think it's like the sometimes the small things that you add as the author that were unplanned as well so sometimes they're little anecdote stories they have that random time you've decided they like hate this color for some reason <laughs> or yep. you know they randomly you mentioned they love this band that becomes like a, a feature in their <laughs> character or maybe you accidentally not accidentally but you give them a catchphrase or something like that that you would not have ingrained into their macro <laughs> character sheet at the start often, but kind of like comes up when you start writing and investigating more about them. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I've said, I think the, the macro details outline the character and then the micro details give them a bit more color and make them more memorable. Sort of how I'm going to think of it. Think of it. Yeah, I would agree. I think the micro details and character are really fun as well as just like a side thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to also say that I just remember hearing advice once that said, you know, you want to make your characters have a universal 
outline, but then also like a specific set of problems. So like they're universal in the way that they relate to your readers. And as you say, like, you know, when you go back to the basics, you work out that they've got like, you know, very universal fears of like, oh, I don't want to be rejected by people or, um, you know, I'm, I'm scared of, I don't know, like, <laughs> you know, the common fears yeah. that you come across. Like, scared of being alone or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So they have like these universal fears and, but yet like the specifics is also what makes it seem like every character isn't just built on this template. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like when he was saying that, like, be universal but specific it's basically referring to like universal the the macro details is that that's where you know like all your fears and wants and things come in that really relate to the readers and they're like oh yeah I've kind of felt that situation but then at the same time like they feel like separate people based on the micro details yeah that makes sense I like the way of that way of thinking like make them universal but then there's also like something special about them <laughs> yeah it's very it's quite it's a very contradictory but yeah. It, it yeah um it does make sense yes and illustrates the point quite well I think yeah so I thought the final question we could tackle for this first half of our craft episode was a bit of a discussion about the macro and micro of writing description um, and what techniques you can use and I guess what types of details you should focus on. Sarah? So um, I think writing description, you've got to make sure, as I said before, that you've got a good balance of both. Um, Because if you're missing one or the other, it will definitely be noticeable and you won't group your readers. Um, I think you can do it by looking at each element separately for the macro details and macro description is that are you, is there a point to the scene firstly? So are you writing it in such a way that the description isn't getting in the way of the point of the scene? And when you're considering character as well is does the character's major personality points work alongside the events in the overall plot and how you've described your character are you setting the character up for a fall or a victory using these character traits and how can you question um, or create a question in the reader's mind about how these macro character traits are going to influence the plot Um, and then look for the micro elements so is there a description about how what your character looks like? Um, what gestures does a character commonly use? What quirks do they have and the small things that set them apart? You know, do they have scars, birthmarks, certain way of walking? In our story, we have one character who often stutters when she cries. <laughs> the, the jerky, like, can't catch your breath type crying. Um, so we have to avoid having other characters do this because it's kind of her thing. Um, but then more generally about... <laughs> Um, more generally about like description of setting you know you want to make sure that you're not including so much that it's you get kind of lost in it and it gets 
as we've written a number of times um, when editing Darkness Set Us Free, too wordy. <laughs> and you're like, you know, is it necessary to have that much in it? <laughs> Can you cut some? Um, so it's really just looking at how much is necessary to have like a good visualization of the scene um, versus how much is getting in the way of you seeing the plot. So it is very much like a balance on a scale of like, you know, trying to keep it in the middle and not veer too far towards macro and not veer too far towards micro either. So it's an interesting balance. And I think it also depends, I guess, what is going on in the scene, whether you want to, like how close to the middle you want to be, if that makes any sense. Like sometimes I guess it's okay to be a little bit more on the macro Mm -hmm, side. Sometimes I feel like. It depends on your style of writing too, actually, was another thing that I picked up, I think, a little bit reading through Darkness Set Us Free is that I think our different styles, I mean, it needs to be edited because we want it to flow, but like there's certainly a difference between styles, I think, which sometimes it might seem like something's quite wordy but it can also be a writer's personal style um you don't want it so wordy that like it's hard for readers to read but sometimes like a different use of terminology um and different descriptors can be just a choice as well so it's kind of like working out what's good for you and Keeping the readers engaged and yeah, and <laughs> but still allowing for some micro and some macro based on your personal style of where you would naturally lean, which I think makes good sense. Um, when I was thinking about the micro and macro of writing description, I was sort of leaning towards well, macro, I think, is what the readers need to know about whatever is happening in the scene, like you know, the sort of the big pillars in the scene. Is it in who is there? Is it in the house kind of, is it a small house or a big house or is it in the bedroom? Uh, You know, that kind of thing. And then the micro details are how you're going to set like the mood of the scene. And when I was researching this, I actually found an interesting way of someone describing it. They said, a good way to think about uh, adding micro details yeah. is how can you make the scene feel personal to the character? I was like, oh, that's an interesting way of thinking about it. So, like, why does the character either like or dislike where they are or feel comfortable or uncomfortable in the situation? Like, what kind of details are giving them that feeling? Uh, and I was like, oh, that's quite interesting because it does eliminate a lot of the stuff that you don't really need. <laughs> well, I think so. And then you have to remember that different characters are going to focus on and view things differently. So it's like, what is the character seeing in this particular scene? Because they may not be very uh, necessarily a very observant character. So they might miss like all these kind of really fine details, but then like hone in on like one thing that's like more important to them or, um, So I think keeping that in mind as well. Definitely. The other thing I um, 
also when I was researching that someone mentioned, well, obviously you don't want to include every single detail. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that you know, obviously that makes sense because it would be <laughs> way too overwhelming for the reader if you described everything. And the the article I was reading was talking about think about what really conveys the right mood of whatever you're describing to the reader. So, for example, you don't need to describe every single item of clothing that the character is wearing or if what brand it is. Maybe the fact that they're wearing Ray-Ban sunglasses is enough for you to tell what the person is like or, you know, just like pick that one thing that is characteristic of what you're trying to portray and that's usually enough. And on that topic, I've noticed that um, what we do a lot of the time or, again, reading Darkness Satisfree is that often there'll be like <clears throat> two adjectives so it'll be like she I don't know they looked bedraggled and exhausted or something and you'll be like if there's like two kind of similar adjectives like that like set up next to each other instead of having two just choose one that's strongest and go with that one you don't need both like if you're trying to use like several adjectives that kind of mean the same thing then it's probably yes. you need to like <laughs> hone down what adjective is best going to describe your character or like the situation and go for that one adjective because that's all the reader needs to be able to imagine it they don't need tired and exhausted <laughs> or like because I'll be like redundant redundant yes. <laughs> yes there are quite a few of those anyways did you have anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up this first half of the craft episode nope I think that's um a good introduction to micro versus macro perfect so there are still some availability on our author spotlight section and if you would like to apply, you can go to lindersoncreations.com and hover your mouse over the podcast tab in the main menu and you'll find a drop down to be featured on Dear Writer. And next time on Dear Writer, it's going to be part two on our discussion about micro versus macro writing. And we're going to focus a little bit more on the technical side of writing. So structure, scene transitions, pacing, things like that. And if you'd like to know more about us and our writing projects, you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or contact us on Facebook or Instagram under Linderson Creations. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Tell your friends about us and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. Mm -hmm.